Welcome back to the Men You're Not Alone podcast. This is another installment of Encounters with the Spiritual Realm, and I have Joy uh, back on. She's been on before. So welcome back again, Joy. Thank you. And you have a, a another story of an encounter with the spiritual realm. Yes. Uh, I wanted to balance some of my um, my experiences with, with the dark part of the spiritual realm and talk about the ways in which... Um, God sends his presence into the world to encounter people. And I think, I think there's very much a spiritual opening that God brings into our life to reassure us uh, that he's real, that we're loved, that he has a purpose for our life. And so I've just had a lot of really cool things happen. And I want people to hear that it's possible that we don't have a flat one dimensional, um, life, but that there's just this depth of the spiritual uh, realm that uh, that's good, that's holy. It, you know, God is over everything. So very soon after I went through this powerful cleansing and, and deliverance from uh, the demonic uh, presence and, and spirits, um, I felt God was calling me into a new level of a relationship with him and told me, uh, kind of an impression in my mind and heart uh, to to read the book of Ezekiel out of the Old Testament and to study that. Um, he was a prophet, Ezekiel was, who would speak to the people about following God, honoring God, and, and uh, the consequences of turning away from God. And every time I would read a phrase that said, make my name known, God saying through the prophet, he wanted his name to be known in the world, it would just burn in me that, that God was saying, you know, grab a hold of this phrase. This is important. So for six months, I just studied this book of the Bible and, and kept feeling that God was saying, I'm preparing you for something. It's coming. Something big is coming in your life. Get ready for it. And uh, Rob and I went uh, to a, a retreat where there was a lot of teaching sessions on how to make God's name known. You know, it was it was a surprise invitation that we got um, to go to this retreat. It was a cool place, St. Simon's Island. It, you know, it was an adventure for us to go to this beautiful setting. And when I got there, the keynote speaker said, I was going to talk to you from, and he named some passage in the Bible. And he said, but God has changed it and wants me to preach from Ezekiel. I looked around the room and there was a banner that said, make God's name known in the world. And I thought, oh my, God has been preparing me for this. Whatever's about to happen that God has said, get ready, it's going to happen here. And as that preacher began his uh, teaching, it was as if all the noise in the room stopped and I couldn't hear anything. And very loud, an internal voice in my mind spoke. And it was just this most delightful, beautiful voice that I, I, I think was Jesus speaking to me. And he said, I want you to be a preacher. And it was just that clear. I had struggled with the whole idea of, can women even do that? Is that okay? I grew up in a tradition that said it wasn't. My first reaction was, I can serve you and preach about you without being a preacher. And very clearly, I heard God say, it's not up to you to tell me what to call you to do. It's up to you to say yes or no. And so I said yes. And when I went back um, to the church I was attending, I was allowed to preach. And so that Sunday, I was able to, to preach a message and a group of people prayed for me right before I preached. I felt someone put a robe or a cloak or a coat over my shoulder, something very warm and comfortable and heavy, and I felt it. And when I opened my eyes, I looked to see what was on my shoulders, and there was nothing there and no one standing behind me. And so I really feel like that was another way that God was saying, I am covering you with this call, and I am with you and authorizing you to be someone who tells people about me. 
and to make my name known and to preach the gospel. And so uh, that that's an experience or an encounter that you can't explain. It, it's, it wasn't a physical thing, but it was very much an interaction with with the Holy Spirit and the spiritual realm. I was struggling with is this is this a vocation? Is this a career? Is this something that I do because you know I I had been home with the kids for so many years and I and I felt like God was saying yeah, yes it's time for you to to have uh, this as as your uh, your role in life and not you know just really step into that leaving the stay at home mom was hard uh, but I felt like God was calling me and there was a balance uh, Rob was able to do more with the kids. And, and was happy to do that and make space for me. And so I was wrestling with, should I, um, should I look for any job and just preach when I can? Or is God really calling me to be a preacher in a church? And I had a dream that night and the dream, I saw myself sitting in an office and it was very distinctive. You know, there was a glass table. There was a certain bookshelf. It was a very distinctive office. And a few weeks later, I went to meet a female preacher because I wanted to learn from her. And as I walked into the church, we walked through a room that looked exactly like the office in my dream. And I stood there thinking, I just dreamed. I've never been in this office and I just dreamed about this office and I saw myself sitting in here. Over a few months time, it worked out that I became her associate pastor and that was my office. And it was just, you know, again, Satan counterfeits the work of God. And so nightmares is, you know, can be a a strategy of Satan to keep you terrorized. But God also talks to us through dreams. And that's biblical. You see that in scripture. And so I had that dream and then I ended up, which that was just confirmation. It was like a wink from God. You know, here's a little, here's a little glimpse of where you're going and you can be assured that I'm in this. I'm guiding you. Fast forward several years, I ended up going to seminary. And coming out of seminary, I went into pastoring a church that there was a lot of apathy there. Uh, there wasn't a lot of passion or excitement for God. There was a lot of people just going through the routine, the motions of showing up to something that they were used to. And I was frustrated and asking God, is this my future? You want me to be in a congregation? I'm trying to, I'm trying to really touch these people and do your work and all of this. And it just feels like there's, it just feels like a hopeless situation right now. And I had another dream. And in that dream, I saw myself standing in front of a big group of people, mostly young adults who were excited and passionate about being where they were. It was a big warehouse type of room. There was music, uh, there was a band, and, and there was worship. You know, hands lifted up. People were worshiping with all their heart, with smiles on their faces. And I was standing there just enjoying sort of leading them in this expression of love to God. I woke up from that dream and felt like God was saying, I am going to create a way for you to be part of bringing about new life. And it was just an assurance. No, you're not always going to be in a small church where people are spiritually dead and don't want to be there. You know, I have something more for you. And I kept waiting. When is this going to happen? And I went to an event where there were a lot of people. uh, We were new to the area and it was a, a get to know you kind of event. A lady walked by me and just stopped in her tracks. She looked at me and she said, it's you. And I, you know, hello, I introduced myself with what do you mean? And she said, I had a dream last night and you were in my dream. I've never met you before, but it was you. And you were standing in front of a room full of people, mostly young adults. They had their hands up. They were worshiping. There was a music group there and you were leading us in worship. And she had the same dream that I had had. And she was doing uh, college ministry and I got connected with her and we became friends and we did some really uh, neat things together. But that's just one more way that God speaks 
not only you know to you, but maybe to somebody else to give you a message. And during that same period of time, I had three different women from three vastly different areas of my life speak to me a message from God. One of them was my dental hygienist. It was a brand new dentist. This lady had never cleaned my teeth. And as she's cleaning my teeth, she starts saying over me, I think God wants you to know that he really is going to bring you into an opportunity to lead a new worship, a new church, new new spiritual life for people. And then two other women in different places of my life, one in a small group and, and one at a women's retreat, said the same thing to me. And so I am now in a place where I'm leading a new church. And it's just awesome to see how God speaks direction and hope into your life through other people and confirms that and makes a way. The most recent beautiful thing that happened to me in the spiritual realm was this six months ago, I was praying and asking God to pour his perfect love into me in a way that really changed my inner nature and made me become like Christ, uh, changing the affections of my heart and the thoughts of my mind to be focused on loving God. I wanted to love God with all of my heart and soul and mind and strength. And I asked, you know, I need your grace to be able to do that. I can't manufacture that. I need you to pour your grace into me and give me the ability to love you perfectly, completely, totally. And so that was my prayer. And I was very desperate about that prayer. Um, I was literally weeping and saying to God, pour this grace into me, give me joy, give me love, give me uh, this new nature in Christ, see if there's any darkness in me. It was just kind of a total surrender to God type of prayer. And I clearly heard this, again, internal impression of a voice in my mind that said, ask me for the gift of tongues. If you've never heard of that, the gift of tongues is in scripture and it's a prayer language. It is praying in the Holy Spirit with words that sound like you're uttering something. You don't know what you're saying, but it's the Holy Spirit praying through you. So it's a spiritual gift that God gives that I ne- never had. I thought, okay, God, if that's what you want me to do, I'll do it. Lord, will you give me the gift of tongues? And I just felt this sense of anticipation. And nothing happened right then. And I had things I had to do that day. So as I went through my day, I encountered a young man who said, I, I was talking to him and said, this is who I am. This is where I work. And he was saying, well, this is me. And and I go to to this kind of a church. And I said, well, tell me about your church. And he said, well, we're a church that just loves to to pray in tongues. And that was just out of the blue comment that I didn't expect to hear. And it was just so funny in a God way that he would say that on a day where that morning God had asked me to ask him for that gift. I left that conversation thinking to myself, okay, God, when is this going to happen? What do you want me to do? And I felt a sense of God saying, go to a coffee shop here in town and wait. So I drove to that coffee shop. I took some books. I went in. I got a cup of coffee. I sat down and I was just going to read and wait. And I looked and there was a woman standing in the coffee shop surrounded by three young adult women. She was laying hands on one of the women and praying for that girl to receive the presence of the Holy Spirit in her life and the gift of tongues. I've never seen that in a coffee shop before in my life. But in that coffee shop on that afternoon, that was going on. And I sat there and it was like God was saying, that's your woman. This is your moment. Go ask for prayer. So as soon as she was done praying with that little group of women, they stepped back and I literally got up and ran towards her. I'm sure she was she was startled. <laughs> and as I ran towards her, I put my hands out and I said, I grabbed her hands and I said, pray for me. And she said, absolutely. 
And she paused and she said, are you a believer? And I said, yes. She goes, do you want the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the gift of praying in tongues? And I said, yes. And she prayed for me. And I felt as if a beam of light was just shining on me and going into me. And it felt like God was pouring nothing but absolute joy into my soul. I felt uh, just a bubbling up of a sound and I opened my mouth and I said that sound and there were just two or three sounds that came out of my mouth and I just started to to tear up and the lady said, you know, that that's good. And she kind of wrapped up the prayer and we stopped and we introduced ourselves to each other. And um, one of the ladies had stepped back and taken a picture and they, they texted me the picture. We exchanged contact information and then they left. They were on their way somewhere else. I went into the bathroom of the coffee shop because I was just shaking. And I went in there and I felt the power of God so strong. I got down on my hands and knees and just thanked God for meeting me in that place and for the powerful way that I felt this delightful love of God, almost like a liquid liquid warmth flowing into every part of me. I got my stuff and I went and sat in the car. And as I sat in the car, I opened my mouth to say, thank you, Lord, and pray. And what came out of my mouth was this beautiful prayer language, this gift of, of praying in tongues. And I began to just pray. And it sounded like full sentences, multiple words. I felt like I was expressing gratitude and praise to God. I, I must have been saying things like, hallelujah, God, you're wonderful and, and all of that. But I couldn't understand the words, but I could understand the emotion of it. It was just a powerful encounter for 30 minutes at least. I couldn't drive the car. I couldn't stop praying. I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't stop crying. It was, it was, um, it was, uh, life changing. And finally, I was able to go on with my day. And ever since then, I've had that gift and it's part of my prayer life now. And when I pray that way, I feel as if I'm praying in alignment with the will of God because it's the Holy Spirit praying through me. It helps me to feel like I have a sense of guidance and clarity, new insights that will come uh, when I go to Scripture. A new depth of understanding God's leading in my life has happened in the last six months since that happened. Uh, so that's that's just another beautiful way that God steps into our, our life. Well, thank you for sharing that. Very much, Judy.